0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Movie Dudes. I'm Phil. And I'm Alec. And today we are going to be talking about one of the uh, one of the best comedies that's ever been made, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Absolutely. So, obviously, this film is the, the first film made by uh, the Monty Python, which are, like, probably the... I want to say the, the, the biggest, like, comedy group in history (laughs) like i can't really i can't really point a another one that's more like influential that's more popular it's they're they're they were the best honestly
1: i'll definitely like best is definitely a debate but like biggest i would probably say so can't really think of any others that are too much bigger but
0: yeah yeah yeah, so obviously this film is a kind of like a parody of the uh, the, the whole King Arthur story, uh, with the usual uh, Monty Python absurd comedy that they usually have. Um, so, I mean, the story is kind of exactly the same as. Uh, The King Arthur story which is you got King Arthur who tries to find uh, the Holy Grail and he gathers a group of the the strongest knights he could find uh, to find it and uh, honestly I don't really I feel like that Sarmis is is kind of I don't know it's got almost a weird structure to it where it's (laughs) like he the the first part of the movie is him trying to gather uh, the knights uh, and he finds one and then the other ones are kind of just like uh, told through n- n- narration, mm-hmm. and then um, they they go to Camelot, which is like the the, the, the the castle that they have to to go to go to. I'm not that familiar with the King Arthur story, just to be honest. So I'm, right. tr- I'm trying to to be accurate, but if I make mistakes, you know now you know why. But so yeah, they go to Camelot, and, and then they're just like, "Nah, don't want, I don't really want to go there." So then they just kind of split up to find, <laughs> um, to, to, to try to figure out how to get to the Grail, um, and then they... Uh, King Arthur he- hears from a, uh, from from an, an old crazy man that uh, the Grail is the, to, to get the Grail they need to go to, uh, uh, some some kind of bridge, and then they gather everyone back together and then they go to that bridge and well there well there's a bunch of other stuff including a very dangerous rabbit and uh yeah so that's that's kind of most of the story uh but at the end everyone kind of like their their whole plan kind of fails because they get arrested by the police for <laughs> uh because they uh, they're accused of attempted murder uh, no not uh they're accused of murder of a uh, very famous historian It's,
1: it's, okay, I've only seen two Monty Python films, including this Mm -hmm. one and uh, The Meaning of Life. Um, All right. But I'll say this, both, uh, both films never go the way you think they're going to go. Oh, no. (laughs) With, with these types of stories, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to stay in the realm of medieval times, and we're going to go get the Holy Grail, but that doesn't happen because you get these, these cut-ins where it's like uh, a historian talking about like oh then King Arthur and his and his men went to the like split up to look for the Holy Grail and then one of the guys rides by and just slashes his chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just like why yes yeah. why not. Um, but yeah no it really um, I I've also only seen two Monty Python film which are. The Holy Grail and Life of Brian. Mm -hmm. And they also are very... uh, Life of Brian is another one that's really absurd and doesn't go the way you think it's going (laughs) to go. Although, I will say, I definitely prefer... uh, I I definitely feel like The Holy Grail is their best work.
1: Oh, yeah. Out of the Um, ones I've seen so far, I agree. mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, so... I I was... Yesterday, when I was watching the film, I was kind of like you know i was writing my notes at the same time and i was kind of thinking like i don't I, i'm not sure if i have that much stuff to talk about uh, to talk about during the episode cuz it's kind of just like oh that joke was funny that w- that one was also funny that one was even more funny it's like i don't i'm not really sure like how to properly analyze I, Monty python
1: i guess there really isn't too much of a way to i guess analyze Monty python unless we were to go deep into you know their satire of the medieval yeah. genre but and stuff mm-hmm. like that but I'm I'm sure that neither of us know too much about the medieval genre to really go into that
0: <laughs> but I don't well I yeah as I <laughs> as I just said I'm not really that familiar with the King Arthur story
1: right but um I do think a good way to do this and it was the same thing that you that you were talking about is just talking about our favorite gags <laughs> yeah cuz I have I've have quite well, a few I mean, that yeah. I wrote down
0: oh definitely yeah yeah well I mean I, I, th- just the first few jokes of the film before the film even starts like you get the opening credits which are just f- first of all it starts you got just regular opening credits but with subtitles in like Norwegian or some kind of language which are just like they use the um, uh, Norwegian uh, letters and accents and everything uh, but the the sentences are like English <laughs> Uh, try, try to make it, but They try to make it look like it's another language, and it's like uh, it keeps cutting a few times. Like the the person who was writing the subtitles has been sacked. And then it's like uh, we want you to inform that the person who sacked the person who wrote the uh, subtitles has been sacked. And it's just this whole loop that's just makes no sense, but that's just so funny.
1: And then it's like uh, uh <laughs> and then it goes uh we've decided to change up the, the opening credits and then it goes into this like flashing lights like <laughs> yellow and orange yeah. it's like it's like Monty Python and the Holy Grail <laughs> yeah
0: and it's like it's d- directed by 12 uh, Peruvian llamas and a bunch of weird stuff and also directed by Terry Jones and Terry Gilliam
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Um, but I think my favorite th- the first time that I saw the film uh, that was the joke that I really like I had to pause the film because I was laughing so much. It's (laughs) and I don't know why it made me laugh so much, but it's uh, once the opening credits are over, it just says uh, the the year is ninety three square. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like it's it's so it's so smart. It's genius. I
1: (laughs) there's just so many Um, like genius lines thrown out. There's there's one joke really early on that just caught me really good, and I don't know why. Uh, was the um, they're walking through like the, like the lands to go to different kingdoms, to look for knights, mm-hmm. uh, and they come across a couple peasants, and they're like, "Who is lord of this kingdom?" And he goes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: "I don't know. I didn't know we had one." Uh, and then he go and then it's like, uh, "It's like who are you even?" He's like, "I'm King Arthur," or he's like, "I'm Arthur, King of the Britons." He was like, "Who are the mm-hmm. Britons?" He's like, "That's you." <laughs> he's like, well, "I didn't yeah. know we had a king. I didn't vote for him." I didn't vote for you. You don't vote for a king.
0: And then there's just the guy who just like goes into really precise and like complicated political terms, and it's like, where, where you're a peasant? Where did you get that from?
1: I just, I love the part where he's just like, yeah. well, who decides you're king?" He's like, "The lady in the water ha- handed me the sword," and he's like, "Oh, so just some tot in the water handed you a sword? And now you're a king?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me good. Yeah,
0: but I think, uh, especially in the beginning of the film, the objectively the best joke is just like you hear sounds of a of a horse in the background, and then you just see uh, Graham Chap- Chapman acting like he's on uh, on a horse with Terry Gilliam behind him, just knocking coconuts together.
1: <laughs> to, make, that is, to make it sound like a horse. It's it's so it's such an iconic moment to start the movie on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And speaking of absolutely iconic things we might have probably the most famous joke out of any parody movie ever which is the uh the Uh, black knight um yeah Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) which probably they come across this this night and he's like just fighting some guy and they're like oh brave knight you have proven yourself and you may join us on our quest and he's like nope Mm -hmm. you can't pass this area and so king arthur just like one by one cuts his cuts his limbs off, and every time the knight's like, oh, whatever, it's just just a scratch. Just, just a fresh wound. It's a fresh wound. <laughs> and he keeps, like, he keeps, like, kicking him with his legs, and then once, once he's mm-hmm. literally, like, no legs, no arms, he's like, come back here, I'll bite you. <laughs> I'll bite your legs off. Yeah, I'll bite your legs off. <laughs> uh, yeah. I
0: feel like the... I mean, the tiss about a scratch kind of became a meme, didn't it?
1: Oh yeah, like the f- the flesh wound thing. Absolutely, yeah. Like back in the yeah, yeah, early yeah. internet days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but another... that's actually
0: something that I wrote. Oh, like, yeah? I feel like every single joke in this film is so iconic. Like, mm-hmm. you got that, but you also got the, the the different dialogues between, especially the dialogues when they're talking talking to the French. Like, I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> like, you're you're. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of berries. <laughs> she like, I've definitely quoted this so many times to my brothers.
1: <laughs> one of my one of my favorite jokes this time around was the uh there's just these visual gags that I think are so funny, like like bring out your dead. Uh, and they're just wheeling mm, yeah. this <laughs> massive like <laughs> pallet with like six dead people and it's just bring out it's your like- dead Bring out your dead. You know, it's it's funny, but it's also like kind of
0: uh, accurate to the way that people were living in the middle in the middle age. Uh, and it and also with one of my favorite lines. It's like who is who is he? I guess he's a
1: king. Why
0: do you think so? Because he's not covered in shit.
1: <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the whole bring out your dead thing is a guy brings out like an old mm-hmm. man. And he's just like, take this one. He's dead. And he's like, I'm not dead. I'm just fine. He's like, oh, He says he's just fine. And he's like, oh, he'll be, he'll be gone in a few minutes.
0: Yeah. Which, honestly, now that I think about it, the whole joke of like he's dead. No, I'm getting better. Is surprisingly used many more times in the film. Yeah. Like it's also used. <laughs> I, got, um, I got better. Especially in the later in the film with the the whole like massacre scene during the the, the wedding. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, my, my son fell to his death. No, he's no, he's fine, he's getting better.
1: <laughs> uh, there's, there's yeah, so much. That's a really good one. So think, much, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, um, an, one of my other favorite ones is there's like mm-hmm. a bunch of, um, I guess I don't know, a bunch of like robed, hooded men like walking yeah. through a village <laughs> chanting something in Latin are, like, singing. And then, like, at the end of their thing, it's like, yeah, boom! And they just hit, it, hit themselves <laughs> in the head with a, like, a, with a plank. And yeah. they just keep walking. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
1: um,
0: hold on. Do I, I feel like I have some stuff in my notes. Um.
1: Another one I, um, I wrote down was, mm-hmm. uh, the whole uh the whole witch exchange uh, between yeah between the first night and like the village because they bring <laughs> they bring the woman out and they like dressed her up with like a weird with like a weird nose and like a hat and it's just like it's just like well why do you think this woman is a witch she dresses like one she's like they dress me up like this and she's like is this true and they're just like yeah, we might have done we might have done the nose, but she turned me into a newt. You don't look like a newt to me. I got better. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, with the like horrible. amazing delivery by uh, John Cleese.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I got so better. So
0: funny, <laughs> and like oh. the, the the guy who's like uh, almost the, the almost becomes like the the scientist of the bunch, um, who gives me one of my favorite coolest of the entire film which is uh after they got gathered up everyone and they've got the whole narration done he just says like and this is why we assume the earth to be banana shaped
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what <laughs>
1: there's also but, like, I mean, <laughs> they they do the whole trojan yeah. horse plan with like one of the with like one of the yeah. castles and it's like oh, all right yeah. me lancelot <laughs> me lancelot and the." Uh, Whatever, we're going to jump out of it at nightfall and take them by surprise. Mm-hmm. Could you repeat that? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to jump so, out. So
2: oh. good.
0: <laughs> I feel one of the scene uh, that really, you know, I always liked it, but that really became one of my favorite scene during my uh, last pre-watch was the. The, the massacre scene with, uh, I think it was, it's with uh, Lancelot. Oh, yeah. Uh, where he just, like,
1: goes brilliant. into a castle
0: where there's, there's a uh, wedding, and he just fucking kills
1: everyone. <laughs> he, like, runs up, and he's like, I've come to save you. And then he's just like, no. And then, like, the, the king he, yeah, comes. Yeah, he thinks it's going to be, like, a girl. All,
0: but it's a, it's a guy.
1: it's a Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a guy. And then, like, the the king comes. He's like, did you slaughter all my guards? Oh, yeah, sorry about that. And then like the the guy's just like it was just like well why'd you do that he's like I thought your son I thought your son was a woman and he goes I can see that (laughs) (laughs) and like and then he like brings him out and he's like he's like all right all's forgiven you know it's all right everybody he killed all those guys but it's all right and then they like (laughs) they bring like one of them is like runs up the stairs and Lancelot like slashes up across his chest he's like hey hey. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole thing is just so incredible. Yeah, you got also you got also
0: <laughs> this whole bit of like uh the 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 prince always wants to like uh go into a song and the the father always is like no 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 singing stop this. <laughs> There's oh, also this like so con- one of the most confusing dialogues I've ever seen w- between like. Hit the 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 king and the guards just like all right so we understand um you I am gonna leave you don't let, let him leave the room until I tell you all right all right you uh, I don't rem- remember exactly yeah what you it's said, like it's just it's so,
1: like, so confusing don't, don't let him leave or yeah it's like don't let him leave until I come back and they're like all right and they like spend like two minutes explaining it to him and then he leaves the room and the knights follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. There's also um, I'm trying to think of like one of the other like really good moments. Mm-hmm. Another i another just iconic moment is you know near the end uh, they go to the tomb where they believe that you know the Holy Grail is, uh, mm-hmm. and they're 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 told by uh, Tim the Enchanter, which by the way, amazing name. Uh, mm-hmm. they're told by him that there's a dangerous beast that guards there and there's a small white rabbit sitting there and they're like "Ah, oh, it's just a yeah. rabbit and they're like "Uh, they, he tells one of the knights nice, like go take care of that he's like I'll squash its head and he just runs in and then the bunny bites his neck open and kills him and they're like yeah. oh my god <laughs> so they're like Which... Well, what can we do about this <laughs> what can we do about this beast I feel this like beast? this <laughs>
0: I feel like that's a great example of a joke going further than what you'd expect, which is like uh the the guy tells you about this dangerous beast that's in uh, that's protecting the cave, and then they go there and they see it's just a bunny and a lot of uh I feel like a lot of comedy comedies would have just stopped at that, but then they go even further, which is like, no, it's a rabbit, and it's really fucking dangerous
1: and then and then this comedy goes even further than that by going all right how should we kill oh, this yeah. and then or they they send a bunch more people in to go get him and then it kills a like most of the group and they're like all right how do we do this mm-hmm. and they're like well he has the relic the holy hand grenade <laughs> and they're like oh yes bring out the holy hand grenade and then like one of the priests like goes into a box opens it up and there's just this golden jewel encrusted with a cross on the top hand grenade <laughs> <laughs> the King Arthur opens up and throws at the rabbit, and it just explodes. Yeah, <laughs> which is just just ridiculous. I love it.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorite scenes of the film. And then we've got the um, the the scene after that, which is in the cave when they're see, uh, they see they uh, see an ancient writing that says like, uh, "Be careful of the the, the creature of." Uh. So like, <laughs> does he actually does he actually write? Uh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, that's what it says, and then it turns around. Look, it's a sacred beast of. Ah! And then he's like getting eaten by uh, this—I don't know—this weird beast, like animated beast. Because <laughs> uh, obviously, a Monty Python film had to have a sequence uh, animated by Terry Gilliam. Of course. Yeah, uh, and you, you got also. Uh, so they they just start like. Trying to escape the, the beast and just... Uh, the way that the beast is killed is just like... The animator had, had a fatal heart attack.
1: And that is uh, this is how they, uh, oh my God. they beat the beast. That got me really good because it's just like... Yeah. The, the animator suffered a fatal heart attack. And it shows a one second cut of the animator going... <laughs> ah, and then just falling back in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is, I think, the only time in any... Uh, any money Python film where one of the members plays themselves which is just (laughs) Terry Gilliam animating and falling to his death uh oh there's also the bridge scene which is oh always always been one of my favorites uh which is they get to um to to the bridge where they've been told to to go to by the uh the old man where they see the the same old man um at the entrance and uh so the first one, uh, I don't remember who who uh, it's uh Lancelot. Yeah. Uh who goes there and is like uh, answer my three questions. What is your name? Lancelot. Uh what uh what do you seek? I seek the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. All right, you may go. Oh, no, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, go. On, and then he just goes. <laughs> and then there's um and then then there's uh, the other guy that comes in and is like, "What is your name?" I don't, uh, I don't remember his name. What do you, uh, what do you seek? I seek the Holy Grail. What is the capital of? I don't remember what, like a yeah. really specific thing. What the, is the capital? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know that. And and then he just like gets throw, thrown thrown <laughs> the bridge and falls to his death. Uh, and uh, and then it's uh, King Arthur who's like, uh, what is your name, King Arthur? what do you seek i seek the holy grail um what what did you say it's like
1: something about it was, uh it was like how or is like uh how far can like this type of bird fly and then he goes like this uh sw- swallows yeah it's yeah. like a north of or he goes like what does he say like a in- a European or an african
0: swallow i don't know that and then the 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 guy who uh guards the bridge uh, gets thrown out, which <laughs> I just realized, like by when watching the film yesterday, that it's a reference to the the scene at the beginning of the film when they're arguing about like how they, how they got coconuts, yeah. and they said, "Well, maybe it was carried by swallows," <laughs> uh, which <laughs> I think is really great because it's like, yeah, that's how he, that's why he thought of that because he just had that really confusing dialogue with the <laughs> the other guards. I feel. Uh that's something that I thought of when watching uh re watching the film. So it was my I think it was my third time rewatching the film. Mm-hmm. Uh no first time watching the film. And um, I, I feel like an issue with Money Python is that they're are films that aren't really like rewatchable. Because the the jokes are so like focus on and, and based on surprise that once you know the joke uh, when you see it again you think it's funny but you don't necessarily laugh at it again right um, I mean especially uh, the one I think about the most is the one with coconuts which is like when you don't know it's a thing and you just see the film for the first time you think it's hilarious and you think it's so clever and when it's your third time watching it you think the same thing but you know it's you're you just know it's gonna happen so you don't laugh at it you're just like well right. oh, there's a coconuts
1: I think I think the thing is like, and this is what I did this time, mm-hmm. is that it's like, I hadn't seen this movie in like maybe a good five years, mm-hmm. so like, <laughs> I was sitting there watching it and I had forgotten, honestly, most of the movie, so a good number of it, like other than, yeah. the, other, than, other than the like iconic moments, most of it was a surprise mm-hmm. to me, so I think Monty Python movies are good to revisit, but you gotta give it some time to breathe
0: absolutely yeah i mean i I think the last time i saw it was when was it was like like back in i want to say um early pandemic like april or may of 2020
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh so that was what like a year and a half ago just uh yeah yeah, so probably should have waited a bit longer but I'm um, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna wait longer for the na- next I'm gonna see it. Oh yeah,
1: I I understand uh, that. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's a side tangent thing I've been thinking about is that mm-hmm. like, uh, right? Uh, it's just like rewatching movies and like, at what point does it get like kind of sickening to watch it again? Like I, right? I really do think it depends on the type of movie, um, because mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, it's it's getting to be the holiday season, um, and since. <laughs> Uh, and since yeah. I come from a family that celebrates Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. Christmas movies are pretty big, uh, in my family, yeah. Every watching it every year. Um, but I've started to get to the point where I don't really like rewatching those movies anymore. Um, hmm. because I've yeah. seen them, like, for my entire life, I've seen them, like, every year. Like, one of them, or I guess two of them would be A Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. Um... Both of oh, them right. both of them are very good movies, but I have been taking a couple of years off from watching them again because I just so many times. It's just it's so much. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I recently saw I, I've seen Chunking Express like three times in the last six months and it has not gotten better yeah. any time. So I'm like oh, yeah. so I'm like, what's the what's the difference there? yeah
0: i mean for uh just to go back on the uh christmas film for a bit i feel like for me and my family at least the movie that everyone rewatches every year at christmas is uh home alone one and two
1: mm, yeah that one and, too.
0: uh uh which yeah definitely like the the films that everyone uh always watch but i think so that's uh there's a film a christmas film that i saw for the first time last year and i think might become my like christmas movie which is um the muppets christmas carol
1: oh that movie rocks yeah
0: it's oh yeah because i saw like uh last last year uh during christmas time i saw so many people on twitter talking about it and they were like all right can we just admit that this is the best christmas film ever made and i was like (laughs) all right i'm gonna watch it because, uh, why not? Everyone says it's good. Now, I saw it, uh, at, in, uh, d- during Christmas Eve. And I was like, all right, it's really good. That's a really good movie. <laughs> um, and I mean, that's really something that I have to do is just, like, watch more, like, Muppet stuff. Because it just seems so good oh, in yeah. general. No,
1: the, the original Muppet movie is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and it,
0: I mean like Michael Caine is so good at uh, at playing Scrooge. Um
1: I'm
0: not I'm not really sure if I have that much more stuff to to talk about.
1: Me neither. It it really is it's very it's not that Holy Grail is a surface level movie. Um, it's, it's not. just it's just that you kinda you kinda get everything when you see it and you don't really need to I guess discuss it further other than just like recounting The jokes that you liked And it's I think that's what makes Monty Python Just as a whole One of the greatest like Comedy things ever Is because most Most of their stuff is Mm -hmm. so Like easily accessible In terms of like If you have that sense of humor It's gonna be perfect for you Even the original Mm -hmm. You know BBC show Um, Yeah But like um, With other like comedy movies sometimes it can be an absolute uh, miss but I really do think that like if anybody were to watch Monty Python you'd probably get one one laugh out of it no matter who you mm-hmm. are I would hope
0: <laughs> yeah um, yeah I mean like personally I do feel like some scenes are a bit like uh, well for example there's a scene that I always skip because I just, like, don't really find it that funny. I just find it a bit boring. Is the scene uh, where... Um, I, I don't know the name of the character, but the character played by Michael Palin goes to, uh, like, this castle where he's... Um, oh, yeah. He's welcomed by, like, the the, 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 the nuns, I think. Yeah, gal Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is... I, I don't know. I just... It's the part of the film where I start... Uh, I don't... I start to lose interest a bit. It's not a particularly... Um, it's
1: not a particularly great scene. Once you are well, know they, what's going to happen.
0: I feel like they even, like... They even mentioned it, like, uh... uh I was afraid the, the scene was going to get get cut and whatever. And they're just like, get... Well, at least ma- my scene had better visual effects. Uh, at least my scene had more, uh... was more intense. <laughs> and,
1: uh... The part I enjoyed about it is the entire, like, get on with it thing, which shows like yeah which shows like characters and situations we don't even like we don't even know yet (laughs) yeah yeah like there's the entire like army at the end going get on with it yeah
0: (laughs) but yeah so i think um i think that's kind of all i had to say about uh the holy grail
1: it's about the same for me um but yeah Great, uh, great, right, great movie, and I'll have to yeah. check out some more of Monty Python again sometime soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw uh yesterday I saw that the Meaning of Life is now on Netflix, so I'm definitely gonna have oh. to watch it.
1: Is it back on there? Okay, good. Cause I remember. Well,
0: I mean, it's well, I mean, it's in, it's in Canada, so I'm not sure about the, <laughs> oh, the United right. States. But, <laughs> I always forget uh, about that. Hang on. Right, but I but I, I think the catalogs between the U.S. and Canada are very similar. Oh yeah. Uh, so that might be the case, but I don't know. Let me see. Um, uh,
1: meaning of Life.
0: I think they've also gotten, like, the the Flying it, Circus.
1: It is not on uh, Netflix over here. It's on Peacock, which I do not have. Ah, all That's right. That's fine. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah. Oh, yeah, so... uh All right. So that was uh, the Holy Grail. So I guess we can now move on to uh, kind of go back to the um, the, t- the tangent of rewatchable movies. Yeah. So I think I think I've asked this question on another episode, which is like, what's the film that you've seen
1: the most? Yeah, we've definitely talked about it before.
0: Definitely, definitely talked about that. I know my answer is uh, Harry Potter and the the Philosopher's Stone, but. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've, I think I've said that Shining is my most rewatched, along with like, yeah. maybe Pulp Fiction, uh, but I'm
0: not sure. Mm, oh, yeah, that's definitely, uh, <laughs> I feel you know, what's funny is that in general, I don't like, I rarely rewatch movies. Like, for, for example, I, I this year, most of the film that I've rewatched were films that we talked about on, on the podcast. Same here, um. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, um...
1: I'm, I'm very much a person, uh, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of my, I guess some of my friends don't really understand this. Uh, my girlfriend, especially, uh, she, mm-hmm. a lot of them don't understand why. Like, I don't know. I just keep trying. I keep watching new movies, is because I just, I, really? I, 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 just like it. Like, I, like I'll go back and I'll rewatch. Mm-hmm. Like, I recently rewatched um, Django Unchained uh, because it had been a few mm-hmm. years since I last saw it. Um, yeah. But in general, I I don't really like to rewatch movies, especially not on my own. Like if I'm alone, oh yeah, I will usually watch a new movie, unless of course it's for movie dudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I'll. That's why I. <laughs> that's why I'm I'm constantly trying to seek out new movies that I haven't seen. That's why my watch list is so big.
0: <laughs> yeah. hmm Well. I mean, for example, just looking at the episodes, like if it wasn't for movie dudes, I definitely wouldn't ha- wouldn't have rewatched uh, House, Memories of Murder, A Sound Voice, Harold in Mode, Tampopo, all those films. Like, you know, th- those are some of my favorite films, but yeah, I just don't really like to rewatch films that much. Um, I feel like in general, the movies that I re- tend to rewatch are the the. Um, Lord of the Rings, definitely the, the trilogy I've rewatched quite a bit, uh, and well, obviously the Harry Potter movies, which uh, I I try to always like come back to them one um, once in a while.
1: Right. I usually there's I'm trying to think. There's always like I I like rewatching like movies that I love, like Parasite. Usually I will rewatch every year. Um, yeah. Or like. I'm not sure. Like, if I'm showing a movie to someone, I'll rewatch it. Um, mm. Like, like some of my friends have been wanting to watch A House with me because I have mm. it. And I'm like, oh, they don't know what they're getting into.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen a movie many times in theaters?
1: Um, The most I've ever seen a movie in theaters was Infinity War when it came out. Um, because I had just, I saw it the night it came out. Um, I saw it with my dad and my stepbrother. Um, and I think I saw it with a friend. I'm not too sure. Mm -hmm. All I know is that I definitely saw it a Mm -hmm. few times when it came out.
0: Yeah. Well, for me, the only film that I've seen more than once in theaters was, uh, Far From Home. Mm -hmm. spider-man far from home which um i saw for the first time you know just because i wanted to see it then i saw it another time because my brother wanted to see it but he didn't want to uh he didn't want to go to the theater alone so i was like yeah i'll go i'll see it again yeah and uh fun fact the second time that i saw it was the last time that i saw a movie in theaters before the pandemic
1: really wow okay
0: yeah and you know that was like in uh in august of 2019 i think yeah. so like i really spent like because before before the pandi- the pandemic i really didn't go that much to uh to see movies in theaters and now that's definitely something that i try to do a lot
1: more oh yeah mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think of like more movies that i've seen sometimes it's sometimes it's like not a good idea to go see a movie again in the theater
0: yeah uh because mm.
1: like my perception might change on it like uh that's what happened with me in far from home is that i saw it twice in theaters and the first Mm. time i saw it i was like i was like "Eh, that's a pretty good movie Uh, and then when i saw it again i'm like "Eh," it's definitely probably Mm. the weakest spider-man movie if we're not counting the amazing spider-man um um yeah yeah Yeah.
0: yeah i can agree with that
1: Yeah, there's there's things I love about it. Like I like uh, I like Jake Gyllenhaal's I like Jake Mysterio. Mm -hmm. I liked uh, the The, the whole the the
0: whole sequences of like uh, hallucinations. Are I I think the special effects are
1: some some
0: of the best that's ever been like in the MCU.
1: Yeah, I love the um... at least
0: some of the more creatives. I love I love
1: the direction it goes at the end where like Spider Man's identity gets revealed. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's I was like, that's fresh. And I'm really excited to see where that goes. Um, I love
0: the brought back J.K. Simmons.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. That actually, I am not the type of person to like cheer and clap in a theater. That made me get out of my right. seat and go like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm actually seeing uh, Spider-Man on opening night. Uh, so that's, yeah, same. that's gonna be fun. <laughs> no,
0: actually, I'm not. I'm I'm not even seeing it on opening night. Like, it comes out on Friday. Uh, yeah. On this Friday I'm seeing it This Thursday
1: Oh yeah I'm seeing it then too So I guess that would be Yeah Would that be opening night? I'm so not sure Maybe
0: Well no To me that's before opening night Because to me opening Yeah good no, point uh, I don't uh, Doesn't really matter It's obviously. a, a great area but, uh, It doesn't matter we'll, So yeah we'll So see that it. means then. That, <laughs> uh, that That means the next episode Which also will be Our Christmas episode Yeah It's gonna be our episode To talk about Uh, No Way Home
1: yeah, which is gonna be. Which I'm, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is like, I, 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 I don't know if I should be this hyped for uh, for it because I, I feel like I'm just gonna get disappointed. But right,
1: right. See, this uh, here's my mentality with it. Like, I'm not, right. I'm not the biggest MCU guy. I don't keep up on all the news, but I'll see the movies when they when they come out, uh, and I'll especially get posted up for Spider Man like that. Whenever mm-hmm. a new Spider Man thing happens, I'm I'm there, which. Speaking yeah. of Spider-Man things, there was a massive announcement this past weekend. Yep. Uh, yep. And I don't know where you're going? Oh my God! Yeah. So, this past weekend, it was announced that there will be two more Spider-Verse movies, across the Spider-Verse Part One and across the Spider-Verse Part mm-hmm. Two, which is yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> And oh my god. We
0: even got we even got a trailer for
1: Part 1. We got a trailer, man. It is oh, man. insane. Oh my god. Dude. Dude. Like
0: the fucking animation when he, when he goes into the other universe.
1: Unreal. Like, oh Unreal. my god. I can I genuinely I am so happy we live mm. in, we live in a world where there's going to be 3 yeah. Spider-Verse movies. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, yeah. And especially since, like, there's going to be... I mean, now we're at the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, and there's definitely going to be more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Didn't he sign a contract for, like, three more Spider-Man did, films? which
1: is a little odd, considering that... Uh, this, Yeah. My friends and I were talking about this, and I don't know if you've seen this at all, but apparently Tom Holland said he was like, I don't want to be doing this uh, acting thing much longer. <laughs> which, really? That's what, apparently he said that, but, like... If he signed the contract, he might have changed his mind because that that keeps him in the MCU for like at least another ten years.
0: Yeah. Like, did you say he didn't want to? He he wanted to stop acting.
1: I I, I guess that's what he said. I just I am paraphrasing what I heard from like a friend of mine. So maybe hmm. it's not completely accurate, yeah. but I did see something like that. Who knows though? Hmm. I don't um. Know. But yeah, <laughs> are there, um, are there any interest or any interesting movies you watched recently? Um, yeah. Um,
0: so I saw since the, we recorded the last episode, I've only seen three movies, mm-hmm. which were, uh, I saw the beaches, uh, the beaches of Agnes which is a documentary by, uh, uh, French New Wave director Agnes Varda, who is my, definitely my favorite uh, director of the French New Wave. Oh, and yeah. Um, love love. Vera. So that's the. Yeah. So that's the second documentary I've seen of her. The first one was uh, Faces, Places, which is one of her last films. Um, that one is uh, a slightly older film from uh, 2008. Right. Um, that's basically like about her life from her birth to the. Uh, to the death of her husband uh, Jacques Demy who's another French New Wave director and uh, it's it's like if, if you want if you want to have a good time you just want to be a good boomer you just want to feel like a, a, a warm love and, uh, a warm loving feeling in your body just watching Ananias Varda documentary because like oh my god that is so sweet that is so nice
1: she is just so full of life I like oh my god See, just even seeing like footage of her, like the her Criterion Closet video, is just so. She, it's so nice. She's got,
0: she's got by far the best Criterion Closet video in my opinion. (laughs) Oh, I
1: agree. There's just you can you can just see so much love and so much passion.
0: Oh yeah, and she's got like, I don't know. I feel like I. I'd never see her actually like being angry or being uh <laughs> well I did I, I did see her being sad in uh, faces places mm-hmm. because of uh of uh Jean-Luc Godard uh but uh yeah so that's that's something that people will will understand they have seen faces places but like um so yeah now that <sighs> That's, it's on the Criterion channel if anyone w- wants to watch it and I definitely recommend it I'm not that big on documentary but I am big on Agnes Varda documentaries because um, they just give you such an optimistic and positive view on life and it's, it's just so much fun oh yeah <laughs> um yeah then uh, on the same day actually I saw my um my fourth Akira Kurosawa film of the year which was uh, Yojimbo mmm what would you think? And, uh, well, I I mean, obviously I really liked it. But see, the thing that kind of bothers me right now with Kurosawa is that... So, that was my fourth um, film by Kurosawa that I saw this year. But also just in general, because like the first Kurosawa film that I saw was Seven Samurai at the beginning of the year. And that was like, to me, that's like a masterpiece. And I loved it so much. And I just kind of feel like every other film... Uh, the other films that I've seen from him are... Uh, Throne of Blood Rashomon and Yojimbo and I just feel like all three of those films like didn't really uh, they weren't really as good as Seven Samurai and I don't know I just feel like I, I keep trying to find another like Samurai experience that I like as much as Seven Samurai but I just haven't found that yet
1: I can understand that Um, I guess mm-hmm. the way I think about it is like I think Kurosawa like, he hits such an incredible, like, I guess, zone with his Samurai movies. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think there's ever another, ever going to be or ever was another movie like Seven Samurai. Because it's just, it, it has yep. so much time to build and just has one of probably the greatest action sequences ever. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I've, I've only seen a couple Kurosawa movies uh, as of right now. Uh, that being seven samurai and uh, Rashomon uh but Rashomon right. Rashomon I felt was a different kind of uh Kurosawa movie in the sense that it wasn't yeah. entirely action driven
0: It was I, I feel like in general it was also like in on a uh, kind of like, like on a on a smaller scale
1: Oh absolutely mm-hmm. cuz Seven Samurai like Rashomon's only like an hour and a half but like Seven Samurai is this yeah. behemoth of a, it's a, it, of a of a film.
0: It's three and a <laughs> half hours. Like, holy shit! Yeah,
1: there are only two movies I've ever watched that are that long, and that's Seven Samurai and the The Irishman.
0: Yeah. Well, the only films that I've seen that are you no know, the only film that I've seen that is longer than that I think is uh, the extended version of uh, Return of the King. Right. Uh, and and maybe uh, the other Lord of the Rings films are. Uh, longer than that i don't know oh yeah but i, um, I forgot
1: about i, I forgot about, i forgot about the snyder cut of justice league that i watched earlier this year oh my god yeah um
0: but yeah those are the only film that i've seen that aren't that long
1: yeah speaking of uh crazy long movies because i kind of i kind of brought up everything i've already i've seen over the week because i haven't seen much um sure but i did watch a movie last night uh All right. because okay so let, let me set the scene Yesterday right. I uh, it's I'm, I'm still in the like few days after my, uh, my college semester ended. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've just been sleeping a lot because <laughs> I didn't get much sleep during Finals week. No um, oh,
0: absolutely yeah. But
1: yesterday was probably the worst of it because I think I slept most of the day. Uh, I actually <laughs> was supposed to go see um, a screening of a uh, uh, Nobuhiko Abayashi's uh, labyrinth of cinema. Um, but I ended up missing out on that. Uh, but I don't feel as bad because I learned that they're, uh, coming out with a, a Blu-ray of Labyrinth of Cinema. Oh, hell yeah, so I'm, I'm getting that. Oh, yeah, I'm picking that up too. I'll, have to, I'll I'll send you the link. Um. All right, nice. But, anyway, um, the, I tried to think of, oh yeah, so, you know, I kind of slept a lot, but I'm like, okay, I, I. I was playing like I was playing video games or something. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, I want to at least watch one movie tonight. So I went over. Right. I went over to my shelf, and I went over to my section of Criterion's that I hadn't watched yet. And I randomly like I, I put them all in a list generator, and I just picked a random one, and I ended up watching um, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Uh, oh, is, all right. Which uh, is a David Fincher movie from 2008. It's pretty infamous mm-hmm. uh, because it has. Right. One of the more like, I guess interesting or I guess um, kind of fantastical plots from uh, Fincher, which is uh yeah a, a man is born, uh, in his eighties like or, like with with the body of an eighty year old, uh, and basically ages backwards throughout all of his life, so it's kind of like it's kind of like Forrest Gump but if you had, just a, <laughs> just a very very strange man's life. Um, hmm. and I th- thought it was good. I don't think it's great or anything. It's probably the weakest right. Fincher movie I've seen so far. Um, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, it's two and a half hours long. Uh, or no, actually yeah. wait, no, it's two hours and forty-five minutes, which you really start to feel near the end. <laughs> I'll say that much. Hmm. Uh, but you know, I think I think everybody gave. Very solid performances, you know, Brad Pitt, Kate Blanchett, uh, Taraji P. Henson, all of them are pretty good. Um, but I just, I can't really say that the way that it was structured was really that interesting, uh, because mm-hmm. we kind of, we kind of spend like an hour on his on his childhood as a you know a CGI old man uh, child, which is. Uh, a little, a little uncanny to look at. <laughs> um, right. And then we get, like, the rest of the movie is, you know, basically him as an adult, and then, you know, the the later stages, which I won't spoil too much. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's a fine movie. I don't think I'd watch it again. <laughs> It'd probably be a long time yeah. before I do, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's fine. I definitely, maybe... Maybe sometime next year I'll go through the rest of Fincher's work and just see how it all stacks up because there's still quite a bit I haven't seen. Um, But overall, I thought it was okay.
0: Yeah. I definitely want to watch some more uh, David Fincher because he's definitely one of my favorite directors. Oh, yeah. Um, It's been a while, actually, since I've I've seen one of his films. I think the last time I saw one was uh, The Game, which was much earlier this year Mm -hmm. like it was maybe back in march or april um i really want to watch i I still have my uh i I got a blu-ray of girl with a girl with the dragon tattoo but i still haven't seen it i really want to watch Gone girl Mm -hmm. because it's like what a david fincher film with neil patrick harris sign me up um (laughs) And uh, I also really want to watch. I really want to watch every single Alien movie just to see, like, what 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 it's like. What Alien oh, yeah. Three is like. I
1: I've seen, I've seen three Alien movies. I've seen the first one, the second one, obviously fantastic films, mm-hmm. and I also saw the uh, the most recent yeah. one, Alien Covenant, uh, which was oh how awful. was that? It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've only seen
0: Alien, uh, I think it was last year that I started it for the first time.
1: And I really liked it, so... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Alien is great. Mm-hmm. Aliens is pretty fantastic from what I remember. It's been a while, yeah. though.
0: Yeah. I just... Um, one of the things I remember the most from Alien is just how, like... How invested I got by the end of the film. And it was, like... Um, I will talk a bit about the end of Alien. So if you haven't seen Alien, uh, try to skip a little bit. But basically, at the end, she gets into like the what is it like the the not the safety thing, but where she just escapes the spaceship. Yeah, it's, thinking it's, that she's escaped the, the the xenomorph, and then it just jumps out, and you're like, "Oh my god! Will you please fucking leave her alone?" It
1: is like yeah, it's <laughs> such a it's such a frightening movie. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: It's, and it's, there's something really frightening too about like she's alone in space yeah. with an alien that's trying to kill her. And the only thing that's left, that she's got left, is a cat. Uh, Yeah, so that's. I, I really liked Alien and I really have to watch the other ones. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got. I um a few months ago, I found on Amazon like the Blu-ray box set of like every Alien movie from like Alien to Alien Covenant for like I don't know it was like twenty five bucks and I was like damn that's a good price I'm getting it and then like a week later I got. Uh, I got a an email from Amazon that said like the the package can't be sent to you. we're gonna
1: send you a refund and was like, oh. what the fuck happened what is what yeah, that's for I, I I usually don't have any problems with Amazon, but that's happened sometimes. yeah
0: That was my first time I actually had that and it was uh, disappointing <laughs> to say the least.
1: yeah, I would imagine that's a really good deal.
0: yeah it's just like. I'm not sure if I'm going to find it again, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, something too about Alien is that, like, it's got a... I d- didn't know it had, like, such a good cast. Like, obviously, I knew Sigourney Weaver was in it, but I didn't know that it had, like, John Hurt, Harry Dean Stanton, Ian Holm. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> cast. And, I mean, honestly, like... Uh, Sigourney Weaver just is like one of the most badass actress or just actors in general from the from the like 80s
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah so uh, what else uh, do I have hold on yeah I got another film that I saw this week which is um, Close Up by uh, Abbas Kiarostami Mm, what'd you um, think of that? just because i was just like i was kind of th- browsing through the channel and i thought why not i'm gonna watch that it's really good it's re- a really good film um because it's like i don't know how much
1: you know about this one not too much i still haven't delved yeah. uh, into kiristami's work but i do have right. i do have um his movie like someone in love uh on blu-ray so i mm-hmm. do i will be watching that sometime soon
0: well, what's interesting with close-up is that it's a mix of fiction and documentary, mm-hmm. and um, basically, it's about like uh, an actual case of a, um, a a guy who took himself for uh, who impersonated uh, the um, Iranian filmmaker Mohsen uh, Makhmalbaf, and uh, who basically like became friends. With a family who were like uh, had uh, the, the 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 sons of the family that were interested in movies and that wanted to to possi- possibly you know become filmmakers and he basically like uh, uh, impersonated the this famous director and uh, tried to teach them like how to make movies even though he's never made a movie in his life and um, so they ended up figuring out like that's not that's not the right guy. And, um, basically that's, uh, he, he was arrested for like fraud and, (laughs) uh, that, that kind of stuff. And what's really crazy is that like, it's, so there's, you got the documentary part, which is interviews of the, the victims and uh, interviews of, uh, the, the, the impersonator. And, and you also got like, um, the, um, uh, fuck, what's the word when you like, uh, the the the, the, the sh- shit I can't find the word uh, when you're like in front of the, of the judge. How, how do you call that? T- like uh, testify? No. No. Uh, the anyway the, the the thing where he was like uh, being judged, mm-hmm. and uh, that he uh, they they were able to film the entire thing and a good chunk of it is on uh, isn't the film, and then we got the the fiction part which is for example when he met the family uh when he got arrested and that kind of stuff which is uh so so was filmed with but what's interesting is that wasn't filmed with actual actors it was filmed with the actual people like with the actual family and the actual guy (laughs) who did the crime which like makes the the doc uh, the documentary part not feel like an actual documentary but with um just makes it feel like it's part of the movie, but it's so it's actually like it's actually kinda crazy how everything's real in this. And I've al-
1: um I've always liked those obviously ty- the, I've always liked those yeah. type of films, so I I will have to watch close up sometime soon.
0: Yeah, well that that was actually my first time seeing like a, a mix of documentary and, and uh fiction like that. And that was kind of mind-blowing honestly yeah it's always Uh, it's always so
1: much fun to see
0: yeah that and it's also like what it's like uh oh i thought i thought it was shorter than that but it's uh, 98 minutes and so i thought like it was pretty short it's the kind of film also that like i usually i i usually have this tendency of uh looking uh at you know how how much time i have left with the film every once in a while Mm -hmm. um whatever the film and this film was one of the few films that i didn't have that that i just like paid attention to the film throughout the entire thing so that's that's always a sign that like that's a good one
1: yeah i i don't find myself doing it i I do it quite a bit i'm trying to think of the last time Mm -hmm. that i i think it was um it was during a before sunset when i when i recently watched the before trilogy Mm -hmm. i was just i was just like in cat like I was encapsulated by. It. I was like, I gotta. I was like, I just gotta step back and watch this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I found myself doing that a lot with um, Benjamin Button, because so I was like, all right, how right. much time do I, how, I was like, how much time do I got left in this? Two hours, oh boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's uh, gonna happen with any film that's like really long.
1: Oh yeah, no, I did the same with um, Seven Samurai. <laughs>
0: Although I will say I don't do that with Lord of the Ring.
1: I get that, uh, yeah.
0: Because I, I feel like you know when I watch Lord of the Ring, I watch them like all, all at once. I watch them in one, one go. So it basically becomes a twelve-hour-long movie instead of a, <laughs> uh, of, of three like uh, three something-hour film. And um, the thing with the, with that is, I feel like it becomes so absurdly long that I don't even feel like it. it it just goes by, like, much faster than it seems. Um, I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of weird. Like, um, I actually had an experience like that not too long ago where on my uh, Twitch channel, I tried to finish uh, Zelda Wind Waker in one day, in one stream. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, I, 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 think, only... I think I saw that on your yeah. VODs.
1: I think I saw that on your VODs channel.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I only, like... It, I only got halfway through, but still, it was 10 hours, and it felt much shorter than that. <laughs> um, So, that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, so... I, I really like to, to, like, do marathons and that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, no, I've always... actually... I've always liked yeah. the idea of, like, marathoning a game on a, on a live stream. I've just been... I yeah. Every time I've tried to stream, I'm just... I, ugh, I don't know what it is, but, like, my... My anxiety gets the better of me. <laughs> oh, really? I, I'm not yeah. I'm not too good, I guess, uh, talking with the whole live thing, but I do want to get better with it's, that. Yeah. I do. I really it's do. It's not easy.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've been streaming since, like, September, and I always have, like, it's... And I've just started to get, like, have more ease at being able to get to comment my... What I'm doing. Right. <laughs> um and well i mean recently i've been streaming a lot of uh, celeste oh and the issue with that is i'd like you know since it's a pretty uh difficult game i tend to like <laughs> stop stop commenting and just focus on the game
1: yeah i get that um
0: no i i
1: yeah. I, I adore celeste it's it's been a lot of fun yeah
0: yeah um, i did i did but, uh, i think i think i did yeah. see
1: that on um <laughs> on the discord i did see her playing celeste i'm like oh boy yeah
0: <laughs> um but just uh i've got another thing to say about the marathon thing just to mm-hmm. tease up a bit i am planning on i i don't know exactly when i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna do it this week i'm gonna do a massive marathon that i'm going to uh Kind of like v- film, almost like a vlog, a bit of it. I'm going to, to give my opinions on the f- different films that I see. Or I'm going to watch every single Blu-ray that I own that I haven't seen. Really? S- yeah. So that's 10 movies. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's not like... Uh, a, I, I tend to to buy more films that I've seen than films that I haven't seen. it's the same here. Uh, or, I, I would say yeah. so, yeah yeah so i've got uh and i also got only one criterion in the bunch but uh Mm -hmm. the rest are all uh regular blu-rays but yeah so i'm gonna do that i'm gonna make a video out of it i'm gonna talk about it i guess i'm gonna talk about it more next week when it's once i've seen the films oh yeah i'd love to
1: hear about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i plan Uh, hmm. over i guess i'll be visiting home a lot uh, so I won't have any of my Blu-rays with me, but I guess over the next couple of weeks, I do want to knock out some some movies that I've been saving up on streaming services and stuff. Um, right. But I did recently... Uh, I guess the reason I haven't watched too many movies this week is because I recently uh, binged, th- binged through the uh, first set of episodes of the new uh, JoJo season on Netflix.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Which
1: for, for everyone in the audience who lo- who likes jojo and hasn't seen it yet it's fantastic just just go watch it
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah um i still haven't finished
1: part two. Oh yeah i get that
0: i i need to do that
1: no that's always like whenever i talk about it with my friends they're always like yeah i watched like part one or something and i just couldn't really get past it. it's like i well, see I, yeah. I couldn't either when i first watched it like I, I really really did have to chug through it but um
0: yeah. yeah. To be fair, part 1 is pretty boring. It
1: is. <laughs> part 2 is like a little less boring, but like not by much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, I'm excited about like the more uh like crazy parts. I will say the new opening like for part 6 is amazing. Oh, have you seen it? It's really good. Oh. Yeah, cuz my my bro uh, my brother is a massive uh a massive JoJo fan, he, he he just came to me and was like, "You're gonna to want to listen to that," and I and I did, and was like, "Yeah, it's really good." Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was the moment. Like, obviously, I knew that the that it was gonna that it was gonna be good, but like that was the moment where I'm like, "All right, mm. they did it again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, it's been so. It's actually been so long since I've seen an anime. Like, there's the new demons uh demon slayer season that came out recently that's still going and i just like don't care about it like i just do not feel like watching it right now and i don't know why but i just i don't know i just do not want to watch anime right now i
1: understand that
0: (laughs) Um, the the only one that i'm watching is kind of like those uh you know like those uh chibi versions of famous anime like they they did one i think it was called isekai quartet which is like just uh kind of like parodies chibi parodies of a bunch of isekai mm. and um honestly i don't even remember what the show is called but it's the same thing but it's a bunch of uh different anime by uh, key studios which are the, the studio with the main anime such as and visual novels such as Clannad, uh, Little Busters, Rewrite, um, Angel Beast, which is not part of it, um, Canon, and a bunch of other great anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, I think I've said before that Clannad is my favorite anime of all time. And uh, it's just like... You know, you, you just see the characters of Clanad doing like stupid shit. <laughs> there was like two episodes that was about like the characters arguing about who's the best big brother. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's really kind of absurd and just, it just like they're they're small uh, five minute long episodes. They're just so much fun. <laughs> uh, so that that was my anime this year.
1: I've also the. Apart from JoJo, the only other anime I've seen since, like, Bunny Girl was, uh, I recently started rewatch or I recently started watching, uh, K-On again with my roommate. Uh, uh, so that's been, so that's <laughs> been fun.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, K-On is fun. Um, but right now, in general, like, the only anime that, that hasn't come on yet, but that's really hyping me is, uh, the anime, uh, for the manga Chainsaw Man.
1: Oh, I really want to see that, which, too. Uh, yeah, I got I got a like, friend who reads Chainsaw Man. He's like, this is gonna be insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks insane. I mean, it's a guy. The like, his hands and his head are chainsaws. <laughs> like, how fucking crazy is that? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's and unfortunately, unfortunately, I think they had to like change the release date, and it's like it's gonna come out later than it was supposed to. Yeah, and, you know, that's a shame, but it's better to have that than to have like berserk 2016 as an anime oh god
1: i'm so (laughs) i'm so sad about that
0: so i was was
1: thinking i was like the the other night i was thinking about berserk and i was thinking about the old 90s anime i'm like yeah that was pretty good i wonder if they're ever gonna try again Mm. with that because i i i actually like had a moment where i blanked 2016's berserk from my mind (laughs) but i was sitting there i'm like oh yeah they did try again I don't know if... I, yeah. I don't know if it, it'd be worth it to try again.
0: I don't... I, you know, the thing with Berserk is, like, first of all, it's a really long manga. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... What, it started, like, in the 90s?
1: Oh, God. And yeah, it, it's... <laughs> it is it, insane. Yeah.
0: And it just, very, very unfortunately, just stopped this year because uh, the author passed away. But, like, I... I saw, I saw a bunch of people that were talking about uh, when he passed away, like, should they, uh, hi, like, should his assistants keep the, the manga going forward, or should they, whatever? And I feel like the general consensus I saw that most people sent on Twitter was, that, like, they should just stop it right there.
1: Yeah, There's, I like, do, I vaguely remember them releasing, like, a final chapter with, like, some of the stuff that he was working on. Um, That didn't exactly yeah. tie up loose ends, but at least... Ended, um, but you know mm-hmm. I am I am wanting to get into reading Berserk very soon. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the whole because I I I watched the Berserk anime, uh, the, the original sometime last year in December. It was actually yeah All a right. year ago. Um, I watched it and I just I I have not been destroyed by like a celebrity death like that. Uh, in a very long mm. time, like that. Yeah. That was awful. Same thing with Norm Macdonald. Like I, I, was, like, right. I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, well, I I think the thing
0: is that both of the both of those were just so uh, unexpected. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no. See, the, the thing too is that like we've always known that manga artists like have very um like very, very busy schedules and they keep working all the time and uh, a lot of people saying that's very dangerous and everything. oh yeah and to have like actually someone i don't know if he died because of that if he died if something else it was, but like it was I,
1: something with his heart uh which was related to stress right. so that's that's kind right, of that's kind right, of the right. theory that's going around um so i mean to, to have someone actually
0: die due to something especially some, someone as big as yeah kentaro miura who did like one of the biggest and most acclaimed mangas of all time and it's like it's fucked up it and is. um and especially a lot of a lot of people have been very worried uh, for for a couple of years now about Hero oda's health so obviously the guy mm-hmm. who who wrote
1: one piece i um, yeah I, I would i would be compl- yeah. I, I would be too <laughs> um the one that yeah. the one that I've been thinking about a lot recently is uh, Hirohiko Araki, the uh, author of JoJo, um, because mm. he looks healthy. Like it's not it's not that I'm worried about it. Yeah, uh, he's just oh, yeah. he's in his early sixties, and he already announced he, he, he's he's announced that he's doing another yeah. part of JoJo, which the last one took like ten years. Yeah. So, right, it, it very possibly could go into his seventies, and that's uh, that's yeah. a moment where I'm like. I just hope he doesn't strain himself because my god that would be devastating.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I mean Hirodo 2 is like One Piece is such an uh like a, a a crazy thing in both in manga and anime. Like I mean the anime obviously recently <laughs> got its 1000 uh, episode uh and uh it's I've I've been seeing this meme go by a couple of times on Twitter, which is like, um, how, how many of you want to see the end of One Piece? And everyone raises their hand. Who wants to see One Piece end? And no one raises their hand. <laughs> uh, which I definitely definitely understand. Um, I mean, when One Piece is gonna end? Which is probably gonna be during this decade. Like, yeah, I I, I thought. I, I think I saw someone saying, like, it's probably going to be around 2026, around that time. It's
1: definitely sooner rather than later at this point. Um, yeah, because, I mean... You know, it's not entirely a bad thing, I suppose, because, you know... Oh, yeah. oh Everything yeah. has to come to an end sometime.
0: Yeah, I mean, Warpiece piece is, what, like, 20... It's been going on for 20-something years? Yeah. Um, I mean, at some point, like, it's, it has to end um yeah it started in 1997 wow like the 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 manga so like fuck that's what uh oh shit it's gonna be 25 years next year (laughs) man that is crazy so yeah um it's been going uh it's been going on for a really long time and I mean we're, we're talking about that but we're not even mention- mentioning fucking detective
1: Conan oh my god yeah
0: <laughs> which has just, I think literally started like I think it started in uh what 1993 yeah uh something like that and it's like they, they're at opening like 43 Oh my god! <laughs> they got a they got a hundred volumes of the manga. Uh, it started in nineteen ninety four. Mm. Well, That's- I think
1: I'm trying to think. I think JoJo started in the late eighties or something, late eighties, early nineties. Um, but it's just been I, I he's just been taking his time with it, which is good, <laughs> especially right. especially recently. Well, yeah, because
0: <laughs> the thing too with because. Uh, um, like, uh, another thing with uh, Miura is before he died, like, a lot of people were complaining about how he, uh... Well, not really complaining, but they, they were talking about how he didn't published very frequently, and, uh... You know, there's there's always a joke, this joke of, like, uh, the next, uh, next Berserk uh, chapter is gonna be in, like, a thousand years, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but... Ichiro Oda, like, is still, uh publishing one chapter every week that's insane (laughs) it's like i i could never do that like one chapter every year for 25 years fuck you i'm not doing that
1: it's yeah i i could never obviously i say this now but like working on a project for that long seems insane to me yeah and i could never Mm. envision stuff like that lasting that long anyway because i was I was talking about this with a friend of mine because we were, because we've recently been watching through um, the entire, uh, the entirety of uh, the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm, Yeah. um, Which I'm not sure if you're aware, but it recently started its uh, 15th season. Yeah. And we were talking about it. We were like, I wonder, like, because we're, because it still has some good episodes here and there, but it's like one of those things where it's like, Mm. when should a show end? like every show yeah every show ends on like a different note every show ends on a different season but whether or not that feels right that it ended there or not is very mm-hmm. different <laughs> like i'm glad that Sonny's See, still yeah. around but there's also moments where i'm like man that's it's a long time to be making the same show <laughs> yeah
0: my uh my mom's actually been watching uh she in august she started uh watching Grey's Anatomy which actually mm. actually started the same year as uh, Always Sunny and uh it, they're gonna start the 18th season I think yeah <laughs> uh and uh but it's a that one is a really interesting situation where um like Grey's Anatomy is a show that really relies on Ellen Pompeo, who plays uh, uh, Meredith Grey, the main character, and she's she said like she actually said in an er- interview like I'm only doing Grey's Anatomy for the money now, just like because <laughs> you know she is one of the highest paid actress in Hollywood. Oh yeah, literally all she does is Grey's Anatomy, and you know she she the, one of the other reason why she's gone such a high uh salary is that you know her name the name of her character is on the title of the show if she decides to leave the show's dead yeah they end the show (laughs) and it's the longest running medical show in history and like they don't want it to end so if they want uh, if they want to if they wanted the show to keep going they have to to, they need her to 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 stay here and it's I, i think that's a really interesting situation there's a TV show, yeah. um, and also I'll take this time to say, uh, "Grace Enemy, not a horrible show.
1: Yeah, I've seen a couple, couple times. It's not, uh, it's not bad.
0: Yeah, I will say there are there are a few moments I was like, <laughs> especially with the romance, <laughs> like, uh, um, especially like in season two and three because I, I don't really watch the show as much as her, but like I I I watch enough of the show to like keep up with her. And in the I don't want to say like season two and three or something, there was a, like a love triangle between uh, Meredith, the main character, and uh, two other characters, which was so, ugh, wasn't great. I don't you know, like love triangles in general, and that one was not well handled. There was one of the worst dialogues I've seen in my life. That's just like her, because um, the she um the love triangle was her fighting with another girl for the the love interest and um there there was this dialogue of her going to the guy telling like uh i i don't even remember what she says but i remember like cringing when she was saying like oh my god that's so bad (laughs) and yeah that's uh it's but it is is very entertaining though i will say that yeah i've and it's really good at making you, like, invested in their relationship.
1: <laughs> See, I've, I don't know, I've always been a person that, like, I I kind of find it hard. Like, once I learn that there's something that's, like, a massive length of, like, a show mm-hmm. that's, like, you know, seasons long or something like that. I've always been a person that finds it hard, at least recently, to, like, get that dedication to, like, get in and just watch all of it. Unless it's something, like where the seasons are in short bursts, like it's always sunny or something. Um, I'm trying to think of what I had with that recently. Um, but like, that's, that's why, that's why I'll never read or watch one piece because I just, mm-hmm. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can hold the interest for just how long that would take. Um, yeah. and I've, and I, 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 and I recently I, started watching dragon ball, which that's long enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not I mean it's not nearly as long as uh right um as uh, one piece but I mean one piece I started watching one piece back I think I was like back in 2012 it was a while ago and um I saw in the span of I want to say the span of 4 years maybe more than 3 years I saw the first 500 episodes mm-hmm. and um I just kind of stopped because I couldn't do it anymore. And the thing is that I stopped watching the show like over five years ago. And now it's, I'm, it's just like they've gone too far and I can't like I can't come back from that. I get that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, what I find impressive is one of my brothers started watching the show. Um, was it? It was either this year or the, or the end of last year. And he's like. Already watched more episodes than I have. He's at like nearly episode six hundred. God.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got he got way into it. I look. I get. I get binging. The last time, the last time mm. I binged anything, like with with an insane amount of speed, was I watched. I think a hundred episodes of JoJo in like maybe three months. Yeah, that was the that was the craziest. Mm. That was the hardest I ever went. I've never done anything that crazy yeah. before or since.
0: <laughs> I think the hard, the hardest I ever went uh, for anime probably was, I don't know, it was either One Piece or Fairy Tale, which I remember definitely spending like, <laughs> I remember an entire day that I spent only watching Fairy Tale. Oh yeah, like I woke up, started watching Fairy Tale, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> that, that was my entire day. For for uh, me, but besides that,
1: yeah, for me, I would because I was I was a I was a senior in high school when I started watching JoJo. Um and mm-hmm. I was I remember so distinctly I had this art class in the morning, uh, and then I would have like band practice later. Uh and I would always find time during those moments uh to watch <laughs> to watch episodes of JoJo and then I'd just watch it when I got home. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. See, so yeah, that was uh, that was my life for like a good three months. It was pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I also remember uh, I spent I binge watched How I Met Your Mother, which is two hundred something episodes in mm-hmm. one summer, which for me was uh, for me was a lot. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's probably the hardest, the the, the most episodes I, I saw in a, a, um, a small amount of time. Yeah. It was it was either that or Doctor Who which I saw the first 10 seasons in like 4 months I think
1: <laughs> well how long are each of those um, seasons like episode wise
0: Well see the thing is like it's how many episodes? it's like I want to see around like 10 12 episodes a season oh, and okay. the the episodes are like uh they're like you know 45 minutes long Oh. Uh, <laughs> and there's always um there's always also a Christmas special between each season. Mm. um. But, yeah, and I still have, like, you know, I, I've only seen up to season 10. I still got, like, uh, season 11, 12, and 13 to watch, which 13 is... It's either... Either it's finished recently... Or it's soon gonna end... But it's like... It's the seasons with... Uh, Jodie Whittaker as... Um, as the doctor... So the right. first female doctor... And... Honestly I like her as the doctor... But it's just the writing that's been so... Uh... I saw the first three episodes... And the the writing was just horrible... That's what I've heard... Yeah... It's... You know how like... So the third episode... The, the last episode I saw... Um which I saw it like a few months ago and I still haven't seen an episode since was um, an episode about Rosa Park which uh, was like the most
1: <laughs> it was
0: the most like hey guys, guys, I got a huge message for this episode racism bad and it just doesn't go further than that <laughs> Oh, and it's like I don't know, it's just so useless and it's like they they bring aliens into it oh uh, no
1: no no oh
0: which is it's not it's they don't do it in a way that's like problematic Of course. like they i just think of course they wouldn't do that but at a
1: certain hmm. point like i love historical fiction i think i think it can be really really interesting um right there are some parts where you just don't <laughs> like yeah like you can you might you might not want to go <laughs> certain places <laughs> with historical fiction yeah uh, but that might be one certain- of them <laughs> I'm trying to
0: think because I'm I'm pretty sure it's not the only well, it's not the only the first time they've talked about racism but I think it's right. the first time that they talk about racism through a famous like uh through like an actual like a, through like an actual human beings an, lens an actual person yeah but a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of a lot of times it was like um you know the doctor having a black companion and uh going to certain places but well, that's fine if they if they um, want to keep
1: it to like you know stories within the episode but like <laughs> i think bringing yeah. real people into it might be a little much oh and also like First of all, it has got like one of the one of the
0: worst villains I've ever seen in, in a Doctor Who episode because he just like he just they, they they just stop him so easily. I don't really remember how they do it, but it was I remember seeing it and being like, but well, that's it." And then the episode just ends with them going like on the bus when she uh when uh, when she goes on no. the front and everything, and it's just like the the whole thing happening, and just like the Doctor and her companions just looking kind of like awkwardly. And then there's just this song, you know, the song like, I'll rise up, I'll rise down and that, uh, that song, which is the weirdest musical cue I've uh, ever seen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it, you know, the the worst part is it was actually um, considered as one of the best episodes from that era, which I don't understand because no way it's one of the best. It kind
1: of reminds me of... Um yeah. it kind of reminds me of the recent uh, uh Avengers game uh that didn't do anything like historical fiction wise uh but it did uh it did have a really like really poorly written story about like mm, about um yeah just like with awful dialogue but like it tried to tackle issues like discrimination mm-hmm. uh and stuff like that and it just. It just didn't work. (laughs) And, um, you know, I I like... I'm sure the character of uh, Kamala Khan and Miss Marvel is, like, great in other mediums. And I'm really excited to see what they Mm -hmm. do with it in the MCU, because they already confirmed that they were doing it. Uh, I just hope to God that it is not anything close to the quality of writing in that game. (laughs) Which, you know... I just- made me made me pretty worried about the recent Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I did not play, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> I was looking through, like, other episodes of Doctor Who that talked about racism, and I, it's, I think it's really funny that there's a page on the Doctor Who wiki that's about, like, racism. <laughs> I think that's really weird, but... Um, one of the only episodes, like, at least in the recent uh like in the the new series but I doubt that there was there were really talking about it in in the old series but in the new series one of th- one of the only moments is that they really talked about racism the one of the characters was victim of racism was in season 10 where the c- character of Bill Potts which is the doctor's companion for that season uh is uh she she's like going to a noble's house back in like uh the nineteenth century in London, and um, the nobles just like get get this filth out of my house or whatever, something like that. something. Oh no, something racist like yeah, that. You yeah. know? And the doctor just like punches the guy, which is so <laughs> uh, not something that typically the doctor would do, but he's just like, you don't say that to my friend. Uh, so that that was a great scene. Yeah. That was really good. But besides that, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, one of the. One, i forgot that one of my favorite episodes talked about racism which is an episode where to hide from uh, an alien race the doctor goes to the 19th nineteenth century again and uh no actually it was early 20th century and uh he uses a machine to kind of like forget that he's a time lord and just thinks that he's a, hum- a human mm-hmm. and um he becomes a teacher at a school and his companion since since she's black she can't be a teacher she, she becomes like a uh, a maid basically uh and she's a victim of racism and that kind of stuff and she's she's uh people say things like oh you got dirt on you and some f- fucked up shit like that mm-hmm. um but yeah so they basically there's been uh episodes that talked about racism but nothing as like weird as the Rosa Park episode. Yeah. So basically that's <laughs> it. Um thank you for coming to my Doctor Who Racism Temple. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no, Doctor Who really is one of my favorite things that I discovered the this year. Like I think it's actually become one of my favorite shows of all time. Hmm. Even though the, the current episodes aren't as good as they as they could be. But, uh, yeah, so if you ever have enough time to to watch thirteen seasons of a show, uh Doctor
1: Who's a good show, <laughs> I would have thought that they had much more seasons, I guess that's mainly just well, that's mainly just because of like I guess the you know the the perception of Doctor Who being around for so long, I guess that's what put right what put that thought in my head well,
0: I mean well, so the thing is that thirteen season for the new series that started in uh
1: 2005.
0: Oh. But the older series that went from 1963 to 1989, that's got like 20-something seasons.
1: That's what I was thinking And they just had like...
0: Yeah, that's it. And they just had like a 16-year pause with like no TV... uh, No episodes. But there was the Doctor Who movie with uh, Paul McGahn as the Doctor, which I haven't seen, but it looks weird. (laughs) Um but yeah so uh is there anything that you wanted to talk about
1: that was kind of it for me i've had a very uneventful week
0: <laughs> yeah hmm
2: i'm
0: trying to think because i like we're only at an hour and a half and i, th- I feel like that's kind of short and i don't really want to stop the episode here <laughs> it's very uh but i don't
1: know if i yeah it's very very <laughs> short but yeah i just
0: i don't think i have anything it's... else really to say yeah we we haven't had an episode that short since uh Episode two, yeah, which is crazy, <laughs> crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like the the inside episode is like what two two hours and twenty minutes, just about. Yeah, fuck. Um, ah, shit! Is that all? Uh, all we have to to talk
1: about? Fuck! <laughs> I guess it is. I don't. I really don't have much else to say. Hmm. Um, <laughs> All right, well, Well, I guess that's it then. I guess guess we should get into next week's movie. Yeah, so for next week,
0: we're not going to use the randomizer because next week is our Christmas episode. Hell yeah. So we're obviously going to be talking
1: about a Christmas film. Alec, what is the film that we're going to be talking about next week? We are going to be talking about... The film uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Hell yeah. Which, um, if I'm not mistaken, might be our oldest movie that we've covered so far. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, It's from, I mean, it's from the 1940s. I'm pretty sure the, besides that, the oldest film that we've talked about is Harold and Mode, which is from the early 70s. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> and that one's from 1946. Yeah. So that's quite a that's quite a jump, honestly.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Um, but um, "It's a Wonderful Life" is my favorite Christmas film, uh, and I'm very mm. very excited to rewatch it for this show. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's a film that's been on my watch list for a very long time, so it's gonna be ooh, my first time watching it. Yeah. I'm very excited about that.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's a it's a great time, and I think we're gonna just have a a good time hanging out and talking about it. So. Yeah. Uh, We will see you next time for our Christmas special.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for watching this episode. And if you liked it, you can like, comment, subscribe. Uh, And you can also subscribe to our own YouTube channels. We're also on Twitter and Letterboxd. Links are going to be in the description. I'm also on Twitch. Again, link in the description. And uh, yeah, thanks again for watching. And we'll see you next week to talk about It's a Wonderful Life.
1: See ya. Bye.